Hi, welcome back to Don't Trip Over What's Behind You podcast. This week is with Mike Shilton. This was actually recorded on the 23rd of May 2020 when we in the UK were currently in lockdown and the restrictions hadn't been lifted. Mike speaks about his views and beliefs of COVID-19 and we explore how he has remained positive. Just a warning, some of the recording contains background noise and the recording has been split so as to get the best quality of sound. Please take away what's relevant for you and what you feel comfortable with. In the meantime, look after yourselves and stay safe. Thanks for coming on my podcast. It's my it's my uh, privilege and, and pleasure, it really is. And what a great time to be alive at the Isn't moment. Isn't it just? Yeah, so uh, it's it's so exciting, but um, we've got to make sure that we do the Absolutely. right thing. Because this is... Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, so... I'm really looking forward to our conversation this morning. I've got so much in my head. I hope it comes out in some sort of logical Fantastic. <laughs> well, I thought what I'd do, sort of introduce, because I introduce you, really, um, and, and how we met, because uh, obviously, Mike Shilton, you were, I think we met probably about, well, I, spe- just, I think it was just the week before lockdown. Um, I think it was the weekend before, yes. wasn't it? Seems like about it a decade does. ago How- now. Time yeah. has just flown. It is uh, is mad, and and how the world has changed beyond well beyond belief. And I think, as we said yesterday, you know, you, when you think about what could happen, or you know, when when we talk about things that are happening in the world that you know a few months ago we'd have just laughed at, whereas anything at the minute is believable. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. That's spot yeah. on. You, you, you tend to get shocked for about yeah. a second, and then think. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you were uh, actually a guest on a radio show that I attended. Um, and, and whilst we didn't speak at that event, um, I was just really drawn to your whole outlook on life and um, the, the such the positive approach that you'd got, really, which is what sort of drew me. And, and I know that we then contacted, well, I contacted you through Facebook. Um, but uh, we haven't really had a conversation in depth really but uh, I know that when we have connected it's always uh, it's always felt really uplifting and uh, I'm really excited to talk to you today really. Same with you that you know I think we share an energy. Yeah I think you're right actually and isn't it interesting how energies although we can't see them just have um, a different feeling a different connection to them. And, and isn't that so uh, so apparent yes. right now? Yes. Um, I'm having so much difficulty talking communicating with people who are vibrating at a low on a low level i'm finding it almost impossible the things i've noticed um certainly uh some weeks ago was that the um sort of the depths of connection i was wanting or the um authenticity of conversations i'd started to miss those things and and i think somebody reminded me that actually isn't it interesting that sort of in this period things come to light I suppose things that, you know, are pushed up to the surface more and you sort of realise what it is that you're, you're lacking or what you need. Absolutely. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm feeling, and, and I must tell you this one, you know, the universe gives us everything we need. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm standing by uh, Edgbaston Reservoir at the moment, wow. which is beautiful. Um, but it just started raining. Uh. Uh, and I've looked around and there's a shelter oh. only about 30 yards away. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I've forgot what the question was now. (laughs) That's all right. I think we're just talking about the energy that surrounds us, really, and the fact that I'd started to think about the the missing, the authentic conversations and the connections. So you're absolutely right, you know, in terms of 
I think you start to you, that energy just attracts the people that you need around you. Absolutely, and and I, I had a great tribe before. Um, uh, well, you know, not my yeah. tribe. But I was part of a great tribe yeah. before all this started, but but my tribe has expanded amazingly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's such a great feeling when when a group of people come together and share a share a philosophy and share a vision. Yes, yeah. And actually, without having to really work hard at going out and finding that, that it just happens. Of course it does. That's yeah. how the universe works, isn't it? Absolutely. On yeah, yeah, definitely. Like energy attracts like energy. Absolutely. But, you know, again, it's one of these unforeseen, you know, we can't see it. So I think science sometimes has um, shown us that if you can't see it, they're trying to always prove these things. Um but, you know, I think the more that the, the world evolves now and that we're starting to understand, it's like consciousness, isn't it? You know, because we can't see it, you know, actually, yeah. what does it mean? And, you know, is it real? But actually, there's so much to this world that we, we have yet to discover and yet to understand. Yeah. And I've come to believe that consciousness is the only thing that's real. And, yeah. And, and, and because because it can't be seen, it's been so easy to hide from us. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Well, I've got a few questions and hopefully that will get, um, you know, in terms of, I, I want, you know, I know you say you've got lots of things in your head. So, you know, hopefully we can get, you know, that out because I'm really excited to, to hear and understand, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah I what... mean, I, I feel like I've been on, well, I, I don't just feel like, I, I've been on a crash course of, uh, of world affairs in the past couple of months. Yeah. Um, okay, I came into this period with, you know, probably one and a half eyes open. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I've got both eyes firmly wide open now because yeah. it's just been amazing, and yeah. it's so easy to find the truth. About and and the truth is the only thing that matters. It's so easy to find the truth if you turn your gaze away from the BBC and other mainstream media and yeah. look behind the curtain. It's so yeah. easy to find. Yeah. Again, I think it's what we're indoctrinated into sometimes, isn't it? You know that we're told or, or you know we're given it on on the plate sometimes, but actually when we actually move away from those things and we realise they're not actually that good for us. Absolutely, you know, hands up. I've always I've always believed what the BBC have told me. Well, not always, but up until a yeah. few years ago, I always believed what the BBC had told me. I thought they were yeah. a trustworthy organisation. I would yeah. never ever trust the BBC again, ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, in its current form. Yeah. Um, I've stopped watching the news. I caught the back end of a news broadcast about four weeks ago, and mm. it made me so angry mm. because it was obviously it, it was so obvious that it, they were broadcasting lies. So yes. obvious, yeah. And it's disgusting. This is potentially um, the most appalling act in human is- history, and I mm-hmm. say potentially because we've got the chance to stop it. Mm-hmm. But the end game for all this is total control. Mm-hmm. I've got I've gone way past the debate where it's about a virus because I know it's yeah. not. Sorry. Yeah. No, so no, you, no. You said you got lots of questions for me, and I've that's all right. And like you know, it's important that to get those things out because you know I'm really excited to hear your perspective. Okay. Um, I suppose I'm initially interested, as I always am, with with talking to people, is about their, their journey, really. So, you know, and, and I know that when I've done a bit of research that, um, you know, in terms of your career, I think you're in the pharma industry at some point. So I suppose I'm just a bit interested in terms of, uh, you know, a, a bit about you, really. OK. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I've worked in the pharmace- pharmaceutical industry for 25, maybe 30 years. Wow. Um, completely blinkered. Um, you know, it was... Um, for the most, it was a great, it was an apparent great environment to work in. 
um, you know, lots of uh, lots of excitement, uh, good salaries, good benefits, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but then suddenly I saw through the illusion of it all, mm. and um, I was I was in in I, I worked for a company called Pfizer, um, mm -hmm. uh, which at the time were the biggest pharma company in the world. Okay. I was in the office one day, and I I, I got you know. A, reasonable actually I've got a really good profile with this Pfizer um, mm -hmm. but I suddenly I remember looking up one day and thinking this is crap the whole corporate world has to come crashing down it just became right. absolutely clear to me what it was all about really uh, yeah and it's all based on lies and deceit and, and how did you get to that point of, of understanding that or, or finding that because uh to get on in the corporate world, and I hit a glass ceiling because I, I refuse to do this. Right. To get on in the corporate world, you have to sell your soul to them. Right. You have, you have to completely do their bidding. Yes. And the, the time I realised that I had to leave was uh, I was uh, I was at an end of year review with uh, with my then boss, mm. and uh, who I'd never had any respect for because the man mm -hmm. spoke with forked tongue. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first thing he said to me when I sat down, and I, I think this was, <laughs> this was, this made me smile because I think it was round about 2005, and the year previously, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this to brag, but this was just how it was. It's amazing. Yeah. The year previously, I'd been rated the number one leader in the whole of Europe and Canada. Wow! <laughs> right. <laughs> that was about from about six thousand people. Yeah. Um, and so I sat down the, the following year um, with this guy. And the first thing he said to me was, uh, Mike, you're a maverick. And I knew, I knew exactly what he was going at. Right. So, so I leant forward, touched him on the arm and said, thank you so much, Dave. <laughs> and I'll never forget the look on his face when he leaned back. He said, no, 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 I didn't mean it as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, it was the biggest compliment he could ever pay me. Yeah, because you knew what you were doing or what you were trying to achieve. Well, more than that, I've never wanted to be like everybody else. You know, yes. we're all the yeah. same, but we're all different. Yes. And to get on in the corporate world, you have to clone yourself. Yeah. And then when you look, be when you look beyond, and you're only t you're only told whatever job you do, you're only told as much information as you need to know. Yes. But when you look beyond. You know that um, that illusion. You see what the real uh, you see what the real agenda is. Yeah, but I think it's interesting because you know I know for myself um, that I was a HR manager many years ago, and um, you know it, it started to become a rub for me because, as I sort of explained to people now, and I'm not disrespecting anybody that does that job. I, I totally get it, and you know I, I had some great times, but. Um, I suppose where I was going on my personal journey was it started to become a rub. I ended up, I felt that I was doing things on behalf of an organisation. So yeah. I'd make people redundant. I'd, you know, there'd be disciplinaries or would, you know, recruit people. And it got to a point that actually that wasn't enough anymore. I wanted to help people. I wanted to help people take responsibility for their own lives. Yeah. And actually that stopped me doing it. So, you know, I think you're right. You know, we get to a point in life where it's actually, this isn't, this isn't working anymore. Yeah. This, this is actually going against my, my values, what, what my belief system is. And, and, and how did you come to that conclusion, Kim? Um, I think personally for me, my life had started to change direction anyway. Um, I suppose there's, there's no wonder as, as, you know, as I started to 
the reason I'm a counsellor is because I, I went into counselling myself. Um, so I, I very much started my own personal therapy journey. Yeah. Um, my dad had died, um, you know, perhaps six to 12 months prior to that. Um, and obviously, I think, you know, that's all wrapped up in terms of trying to impress dad and, um, you know, gain his attention. So, you know, it's no wonder. I know when I look back and map that out, I can see why I, I went into that corporate world. Yeah. Um, and it was only as his, his passing and me sort of going into my own therapy that that started to unravel. And, and then it was like, actually, this, this isn't who I am. Yeah, and so it was a feeling. Yes, yes. Yes, it's always a feeling, isn't it? Yes. And, we, you know, and I've learned so, uh, over the past, you know, 10, 20 years, I've learned to listen to my feelings so much more than I used to. Yeah. Because our feelings are, are what, who we really are. Yeah, and, and I think that's really hard as well, though, isn't it? Because, you know, I don't think we're taught that. You know, academically, we've taught lots of different things, but we're never taught to listen to feelings or our intuition. I wonder or, why. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that's probably playing out now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and this period is giving so many people so much time to, um, to really question who they are and what their lives are all about. And I think it's yes. wonderful to see men, so many people waking up. Yes. There's, a, there's, yes. there's still a majority, a big majority still asleep, but there's, mm-hmm. um, I think we, we're near the tipping point with people who are waking up. I really do. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm so I think, excited. I think it's sort of, uh, the way I've sort of explained, it's like the pause button's been pressed, isn't it? And things have slowed down. Yep. Um, and it's actually giving us that space to, to reevaluate. And, and also, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day, um, you know, somebody who runs a shop, and she's saying, you know, I don't think I'm going to go and open on Sundays again, you know, because I actually realised that. Yeah, I, I want us. I want us to have that rest. Yes. Um, I don't want to get back into that. So there's a, there's an awful lot of reevaluation that's going on in the world. Yeah, and, and, and getting in touch with the things that really matter again. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, it's such an exciting time, um, but it's such a dangerous time as well. Because if we look, it, this is World War Three. I have mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. doubt about that. And um, it's good versus bad. And um, the. Uh, the consequences, if we lose this, will be far worse than any war before. And I include the First and the Second World War in that as well, mm-hmm. because they'll be, the consequences will last forever. Mm-hmm. So we've got to win this, and I'm confident we are winning it. Uh, and, and when you say that, for people that are listening, what, what do you sort of mean? What, what do you... <laughs> well, I, I think I said uh, a little while ago that I've gone way beyond the point where I think this, got, this has got anything to do with the virus. I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's not a virus and I'm not saying that, you know, it hasn't infected people. Is it a new virus? I don't know. Is it man-made or, or natural? I don't know and I don't, I don't really care. But I know mm-hmm. that e- even um, Chris Whitty, is it Chris Whitty? The, um, yes, I think the health so. Guru, Medical. Yeah? yeah. Even he's admitted and he's bearing in mind this is a guy who's been funded massively by Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Massively. Um, even he has admitted that the fatality rate is less than 1%. Now, less than 1%, right. what does that mean? The most mm-hmm. accurate figures I've seen are between 0.1 and 0.3%. And we shut the whole right. world down for that. That's about the same mm-hmm. as seasonal flu. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. This is about mm-hmm. control. And just by spreading fear, the fear mm-hmm. that we're all going to die from this highly contagious, highly deadly virus which is not, mm-hmm. they've managed to lock most of the world down. Mm-hmm. Now, 
quarantine is when you lock up or when you isolate sick people. Yes. Yeah. When you isolate and put under house arrest, which is what we virtually have been, you know, locked down. Yeah. That's mm. called tyranny. Mm-hmm. And so the fear has been created. Mm-hmm. The cause has been identified, this pesky mm-hmm. little virus, but we got the solution, this vaccine. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again, linking back to Bill Gates, he's the, he's bec- he seems to have become the hot guru of the world, even though he's got no mm-hmm. medical qualifications. And mm-hmm. he's been pursuing, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for, Kim? Help me. Um, capitalistic philanthropy for many years. Okay. He's okay. brought himself into positions of power in mm-hmm. the World Health Organization, the CDC, the Vaccine Alliance, Imperial College, you name it, everywhere, everywhere. Or oh, the BBC, um, mm-hmm. Gates paid over $2 million for 70, a 17-minute interview on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And when you look at these vaccines, well, l- l- let's look at vaccines to start with. Firstly, mm-hmm. I think it was in 1986, there was a, a bill passed that means no vaccine manufacturer can be uh, can be held liable for any any damage caused by the vaccine. Get that one. Right. How can that? Be? <laughs> Which means that for 32 years now, no safety mm-hmm. no safety trials have been done on any vaccine. No. Right. Okay. Now let's look at what these vaccines contain. They contain mercury and aluminium, both mm-hmm. neurotoxins. They contain formaldehyde, poison and about 60 or 70 other poisons. They contain genetic material, and get this one, genetic material from aborted fetuses. Right. But the most Dreadful. sinister of all, they're going to contain a microchip. Right. Ostensibly to tell us, you know, to, that, that's going to be our passport to freedom. So you get this or you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to live a free life. Can we not see beyond? Can we not see beyond the virus when we look at all these things? Absolutely. And, and you working coming from a, a pharmaceutical background, that that must really it's, drive you crazy. It, it does, yeah. Because Gates wants to um, mandate the whole world to be vac- vaccinated, yeah, on, a, on an mm-hmm, annual mm-hmm. basis. On annual basis. Yeah, we were talking about um, you being positive and, you know, I think you said um, about being enslaved by, I don't know whether you said our thoughts, I think I lost you at that point, but, you know. Yeah, we, we, only, we can only, and I'm talking for any of us, we can only be treated the way we allow ourselves yeah. to be treated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are divine sovereign beings. Each of us are a, di- are a divine sovereign being who are playing the part of a slave. Yeah. And we need to realise who we are, realise the power we have within us, and we have we all have divinity within us. I know that from personal experience. And if it's within me, it's within mm-hmm, everybody. Mm-hmm. And step into that power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once we're in that power, nothing can touch us. So how do you do that? Not that that's a little question. No, I'm just... No, it's not a little question. <laughs> I just paused to give myself <laughs> time to, 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 to formulate now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't look outside of yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Um, we look yeah. within. I, um, I had probably the most profound thought of my life when I was maybe six mm-hmm. or seven. 
And um, both of my parents were, they were lovely people. I was very lucky to have the parents mm-hmm. I had. And I believe I chose mm-hmm. them. Uh, that's that's yeah, another yeah. podcast. Um, but they were both, uh, both church-going Christians and they used to take me along to Sunday school mm-hmm. every Sunday. And I remember when I'd be about six or seven, and I remember looking up in the church and thinking, if I was God, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like this. And I still think that's possibly the most profound mm. thought I've ever had. Because I couldn't get my head, at that age, I couldn't get my head around a God that needed constant yeah. praise, that could uh, cast people into, you know, everlasting yeah. hell, that would judge people. Mm-hmm. That was not a God that I could yeah. relate to. Yeah. And it took me a long time. I, I completely rejected yeah. religion at that yeah. stage. And it took, but I always knew there was something. Yeah. And it took me a long time, probably about uh, 35 years, to get a glimpse of what that something mm-hmm. was. And the God that I'd been told that was outside yeah. of me and was judgmental and insecure, mm-hmm. just, you know, constantly in praise, yeah. God was actually inside mm-hmm. of me. And that God is called mm-hmm. love. We're all being, um, we're all being forced, no, well, not forced, we're all being um, encouraged to live in fear yeah. right now. Yeah. Fear is such a negative, uh, a negative emotion. It makes us make all the wrong decisions. Once we step into love, we step into our yeah. power. Because love is who we truly mm-hmm. are, all mm-hmm. of us. And I think you're right to what we were talking about in terms of the energy, you know, because fear has an energy, as does love, doesn't it? Very much so. And um, <laughs> I could go on for hours about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what started me on my, my spiritual journey yeah. was, was a big life crash, okay. yeah. Uh, everything I lost everything my whole life fell apart just over 20 years wow. and uh, like I said I got no spiritual or religious side to me at all at that time mm-hmm. but I was attracted to a book mm-hmm. um, called Conversations with God okay. that's become become my bible mm-hmm. and it uh, it challenged every belief and perception I'd ever had but made total sense to me mm-hmm. and the first time I read it and I've probably read it Oh, at least 30 times cover to cover wow. since and I dip into it on a daily basis yeah. first time I read it the, me- the message I got that there are only two basic human emotions mm-hmm. love and fear right. and it became clear to me that for most of my life I've been living in fear Really. so yeah I started to make the, the shift to love and the, the other book I, I could mention here is, do, do you know the book, um, actually, do you know Conversations with God? No, I don't. I've not heard of that one. I'm just looking at my book that I've got on the, the side of my bedside table, actually, which is Seat of the Soul. Might... I don't know that right. one. So we've shared information. Yeah. Thank, him. Thank you. Yeah. Seat of the Soul. Seat yeah? of the Soul by uh, Gary Cusack, I think it is. Okay. But yeah, that, that's uh, really interesting as well. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up, Seat of the Soul. Yeah. The other book I wanted to mention was a book, a fantastic book called uh, Power Versus Force okay. by, uh, da- do you know that no. one, David Hawkins? Okay. David Hawkins calibrated the whole of human consciousness using kinesiology or muscle testing. Okay. And um, it's, a, it's a logarithmic scale, so the farther you go up the scale, it's sort of exponential rather than linear. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the key point on, on Hawkins' scale is 200. And that's the, ba- that's the boundary between fear-based emotions like, you know, anger, jealousy, pride, mm, guilt, mm. all those things that lower our energy, and the positive, loving emotions of joy, happiness, compassion, you know, all these beautiful things that we, we, that we truly are. Yeah. 
And um, everything starts from within. Mm -hmm. And we've all, well, personally, I've been, and I I believe most other people have have, have been too, been brought up in a a have, uh, do, be paradigm. Okay. So once I get that brand new car, I'll be able to drive like I've never driven before and I'll be happy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah. It should be a, should be a B, have, uh, sorry, um, a B do have paradigm. Okay. Whatever you want to create in your external reality, become it in your internal reality first. Mm, mm. You know, if you, if you want to experience more love, generate love within you. Yes. If you want to experience more abundance, generate abundance within you. Mm-hmm. If you want to smack around the face, give somebody a smack <laughs> around the face. It works every time. Yes. <laughs> But I suppose I, I, and I suppose I see this in my work is that I, I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of, you know, that, that, that the love base, the fear base um, and how we change that. I think, um, and, and it's amazing how you talk about, you know, you, you had that crash in life and, and then you were drawn to, to something and it made so much sense. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's how we then cultivate that, isn't it? Because I think, you know, and I know when I've done it myself and working with, with others, you know, I think there's when, when we're all, we've been taught and indoctrinated into a system. Um, so there's, <laughs> there's a resistance to something yeah. that, you know, well, we know this and this is how it is and now we're going to try that. But actually inter- there's that internal resistance and pushing away from it. So it's how, how do we get past the resistance into that, that, new, that new way of being? How was that for you? Okay, well, um, for the first seven years of our lives, we've got no conscious filter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everything we see, hear and experience goes straight into our subconscious mind and, 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 and becomes one of our programs. Mm-hmm. And, and it's our beliefs that dictate our reality. Mm-hmm. So whatever beliefs that we have that limit us, we have to challenge them and mm-hmm. somehow change them. And that, and that, that is perfectly possible because mm-hmm. I've done it in my... And as your consciousness grows, yes, it becomes more and more obvious that these beliefs are a load of crap. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you... I'll give, let me just give you a, a little example from my life. Perhaps. This is an insignificant example. Mm-hmm. When I was young, my, I can see and do... And I had the best mother in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to, I can see her now pointing at me and saying, you'll never earn your living with your hands. It's always going to be with your head. Right. Yeah? yeah. And I know now that what she was saying to me was, you're smart. Yeah. But as a six or seven year old, I took that to mean, mom thinks I'm no good with my hands. Yes. Oh my God. And it, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if my mom thinks it, it must be true. Yes. <laughs> we all get, you know, we've all been programmed with other people's beliefs. Yes. You know, even the most well meaning people have been programmed also you know yeah. we've all been brainwashed yes and, and and now is the time to wait, break free of the brainwashing and realize who we really are mm-hmm. because actually who we really are well it's a force to be reckoned with isn't it <laughs> just a bit mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the divine creative force that created the universe mm-hmm. and that's within us all yeah we just have to connect with it. We, we have to know it. We have to believe it, come to know it, and then connect with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I'm connected with my divinity, with my higher power, nothing can touch me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there's also, for me, that realisation that we're actually all made of the same thing. Yeah. So we're absolutely. actually, like you say, you know, if we can find that within ourselves, but actually, you know, it, it, it's beyond that as well, isn't it? That actually oh, we're all the same. We're, we're all one, you know, as David Icke says, we're all points of consciousness, uh, mm-hmm. points of um, 
I've forgotten the, the, the phrase you use, is point of awareness in the sea of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I think that says it perfectly. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are the universe experiencing itself. Yes. You know, we come from the world of the absolute, where there is only love and light, mm-hmm. um, to experience the opposite, because you can only really know love when you know fear, and you can mm-hmm. only really know light when you know darkness. Yes, yes. So, so how... Sorry. Go on, sorry, after you, Kim. No, I was just going to say, how do you cultivate that into a day, into your daily life? Is that a daily practice? Is that just something that's, that's there now? <laughs> no, it's um, certainly over the past two months, it's been a multi, multi, multi-time daily practice, if that's mm-hmm. a, a phrase. Yeah, yeah. But it's something I, I do. I've become so aware of my thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And any thought I'm having that doesn't add to my vibration, add to my good feeling, mm-hmm. I challenge it and change it. Wow. And choose a different feeling. Okay. Or choose a different, sorry, choose a different thought that leads to a better feeling. Okay, yes. Because and, that, again... and, that, and that takes practice. It's like any, any mm. skill, the yeah. more you practice, the better you get at it. Yes, definitely. Because I think, you know, again, picking up on, on what you said in, in the early part was that actually, you know, there's so much fear around that we can all get drawn into that, that feeding and that energy. And, you know, it becomes that vicious circle, doesn't it? But actually, when you can try and change that. Yeah. There is a different response. Oh, it's absolutely it's it's chalk and cheese. It's away. We we were talking about sort of change of behaviours, and, and I suppose I've got a question because when we look at um, the science of behaviour and actually how difficult it can be to change a behaviour, um, and, and 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 you know we absolutely can change behaviours. So I suppose what's interesting, yeah, we can. Is in terms of is it is it easier to change our behaviours when we're in fear? as I think has probably been shown recently, or when, when we're in a different, more positive place? I think it's... Uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the answer to me to that is clear. It's when we're in a more positive yeah. place, the place yeah. of love. Because when we're, when we're in fear, we just want to yes. run away from wherever it is we're yeah. scared of. And we'll do anything to try and reduce yes. that fear. You know, we'll be given any life belt that we're thrown. Yeah. And when you, when you talk about changing mm. behaviours mm. as well, you, you can't, as, as you well know, you can't just no, change behaviours. No. Yeah, there's, it's a three-stage process to change mm-hmm. your behaviour. You have to raise mm-hmm. awareness, then change mindset, mm-hmm. and only then can you change yeah. your behaviour. Yeah. Everything comes yeah. from within. We're all we're all self-sovereign, mm-hmm. and we all have to take a hundred percent responsibility for mm-hmm. our lives if we want them mm-hmm. to change. Because it's nobody else's fault. There's no cavalry coming to save us. We've all got the power individually. And my God, have we got the power yes. collectively. Yeah. That actually when we come together, there's, we can do such amazing things. We're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And um, it, only need, it's, it, it certainly doesn't need 50% of the population mm-hmm. to be in this. Because going back to David Hawkins' scale of consciousness, and it being a logarithmic scale, which is almost exponential, by, by a relatively small number of people raising their vibration can create a change across the whole mm. world in the collective consciousness. And I guess that that's what brings you hope. Uh, actually, it's bringing me more really? hope. It's bringing me, yeah, I, I've, I've got a certainty that I've rarely experienced mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... Um, my life has been leading up to this moment and suddenly everything that's happened to me in my life makes perfect right, sense. Wow. And this is this is this is my time, this is mm-hmm. your time, this is our mm-hmm. time to take back control of our own mm-hmm. lives. 
an endless slavery that we've all unconsciously mm-hmm. bought mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it's unconsciously. This is the system that we've been told is the way yep. it is. Yep. So we've not been able to see anything different. No, unless we look behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, when you look behind the curtain, you see that what we've all been scared of for so long is not scary at all. Yeah. And that's... That, I'm certain that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. Maybe it's not happening right now, but the way I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a definite shift in energy, and I have done all week. And um, the more this energy shifts, the more certain I become. Yes. No, I can so, hear that. Yeah. It's an amazing so, thing. It is, and I, I'm so I feel so privileged to be living through this time, mm-hmm. which I truly believe is the most significant time in human history, mm-hmm. and this will be talked about for not just years to come, but centuries to come. Yes, yeah, absolutely, and, and, and how it was shaped, and yeah, and it's it is such a privilege to be living at the mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. and <laughs> looking out over Baston Reservoir, yeah, and there's a dog trying to make friends with two swans. <laughs> right, bless it. <laughs> Isn't nature wonderful? Yeah, it is. You know, and it's it's given this time's given us all all time to connect back to nature as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, everything I'm looking at at the moment is God. It's yeah. got it's, it's it's all of life is God, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. me, including you. So, so, what do you what would you say to those that find it harder to to see in that way that are in fear that that are struggling to get out of that place? Um. Stop looking at the BBC. Right, would yeah. Be my, would be my first advice because it really is lies and can I say bullshit? Okay, yeah. I just said it. Yeah, it's <laughs> lies and bullshit. Um, and it's so easy to find the truth if you just look behind that. Mm-hmm. It really is so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's been, you know, that the, those of us who know we've discovered the truth. We've been ridiculed a lot and attacked mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. but we're standing firm mm-hmm. because the truth is the truth. And once you know it, you can't take it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, look for, look, look for what's really happening mm-hmm. and then <laughs> change your perception of things. And, you know, call me, call me if you want to chat or call Kim, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we can, we can both help you. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something really significant then. It's completely gone out oh, of my head. Oh, is it the way? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, it probably, wasn't, it probably means I wasn't meant to say it. Oh, it will come back. So bringing it back in terms of sort of, you know, we talked about the pharmaceutical industry and, and how that was, you know, started to change for you. What, what do you do now? How do you help people now? Because I know that you do. Um. The biggest, the biggest buzz that I have in life is to um, help somebody to grow a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I've been through a lot, a lot of experiences in my life, which some of them were horrendous. A lot, mm-hmm. most of them were self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Some of them were horrendous, but I'm so grateful for all the experiences I've gone through now because it's yeah. given me such a great understanding of me. Yeah. which allows me to have a, an understanding of, of others. Yeah. So I feel, you know, one of my, we're all the same, but we're all different. We've yeah. all got gifts. We've all got different gifts. Yeah. 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 And we're given gifts in order to use them. Mm-hmm. And one of my gifts is being able to empathize with people and understand them and, and mm-hmm. you know, help, help them to move on. Mm-hmm. And that is the greatest buzz that I could ever mm-hmm. have in life. Mm-hmm. 
Does that, sorry, do you, does that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, do, do you do that through coaching people? Are you... Co- coaching, coaching people, workshops, speaking, yeah. Right, right, okay. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I think a, f- a feel-good workshop or a play shop is going to be sad- badly needed at the end of all yes. this. What do you think? Absolutely. A we massive need that one. One big party sh- of a workshop. Yeah, where we just share joy, love and happiness. Absolutely, that pure connection. And hugging each other. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. being close to each other. And yes. talking to each other. Can you imagine that? Absolutely. Face to face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. I've got, yeah. I'm so, I've got a 16-year-old daughter mm-hmm. um, who, uh, I've, I've, got, I've got two kids. I've got a 30-year-old son and a 16-year-old daughter. Mm. Um, and this will have a massive impact on, on their lives, particularly yeah. my daughter, who's, yeah. uh, who's so creative and um, is, a, is a really talented singer-songwriter. Wow. And um, we're all going to emerge into a world where it, we'll be free to express who we really are mm-hmm. and express our talents, express our gifts, express, express our passion for life. Mm-hmm. That's the world that I can see us all coming to. And it's a, it's a beautiful world that we probably can't quite imagine just yeah. how beautiful at the moment. Yeah. But I ha- re- go, sorry, Kim. No, I was just going to say, so, and how's she coping? She got your positive outlook and... Yeah, for most of, most of the time, she has a little dips. But, yeah, you know, most don't time, we all? Yeah, actually, you know, I, I, I had a, I had a bit of a dip on Tuesday, but that's the first one I can remember, and I'm I'm struggling at the moment to talk because one of these swans is trying to eat a plastic. <laughs> no, he's trying to eat a plastic bag that someone's oh, thrown no. in the reservoir. Oh no! And it's a bit too far out to me to reach. But oh I'm gosh! Sure. All I can do is try and just get. Yeah, I've, I've got close, and the swans swum off. Gone away. So, yeah. Bless you. Doing a podcast on saving a swan at the same time. <laughs> hey, so I'm a male who can multitask. <laughs> that cannot be right, can it? It can't be. We're <laughs> no. just pushing boundaries here. <laughs> and actually, great point because we haven't got a clue as to our true potential. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I, I talked about conversations with God, and the first time I read it, it was love and fear. You know the mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Subsequent readings, um, the, the big message in it is that we are here to choose who we really want to be, mm-hmm. how empowering and liberating is that, mm-hmm. who do we really want to be, choose that and then be that person. And, and I think that's really hard for people to, to grasp sometimes, that we have a choice and we, ha- and we absolutely do have a choice. In all situations, as much yes. as we don't think we have at times. Yes, we do. We do. And the more we realise our, our true power, mm-hmm. the more choices that we realise that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We definitely need a workshop. I'm, I'm planning one for July because awesome. everything's, everything's going to be, be over by then. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm suspecting that a venue won't be that difficult to book at the moment. No, and I'm it, sure. I'd love it. I'd love it to be outdoors if possible. Yes, and have yes. hundreds there, sharing yeah. the love, singing, dancing, sharing stories, and just yeah. having an awesome day of high energy, high frequency, and love. Oh, wouldn't that be magical? No, it, it, not that it would be. It will be. Well, it's a festival in itself, and we we absolutely need that. Yeah, is that a Definitely. good note to end on? 
I think it absolutely is. So I suppose I've got a couple of quick questions. I was going to ask you sort of quick fire questions. Um, so just uh, a couple of words, I guess, um, j- just a bit of fun more than anything. Um, okay. So what book are you reading or have you last read? Uh, the last one, if I'm honest, it was Conversations with God, but not, not in its entirety. Um, That's fab. Uh, but also, um, uh, oh, the, it's 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 one of my it's one of my other favourite books. I've forgotten the the, oh. the the title, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Okay, okay, interesting, fab. Um, what's your favourite film? Uh, Oh, it's really predictable, this, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. You know the one. (laughs) Go on. You know the one. No, I don't. (laughs) I've forgotten the name of that. It's it's a nightmare you put on the spot and we forget things. Yes, the one with Morgan Freeman in. Everybody's favourite film. Oh, I don't know now. I'm going to be left with that. That's going to drive me mad now. I'll text you. I, I can't believe I can't remember the name of this. <laughs> I told you my head was... It's, it, my head's so full of stuff, it's pushed That's that out. Fab. Yeah. Uh, well, you weren't expecting this bit, so I'll put you on the spot. No, go on. Um, hey, hit me with another. Okay. What's the best piece of advice that you've received? Or it doesn't even have to be the best. Uh, okay. The one that's springing to mind at the moment is never let the fear of the outcome stop you doing what's right. Oh, I like that. I think that's no, really that. appropriate for the t- for the for the time. Shawshank, Re- definitely. Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, I I know. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, I think I've got uh, yeah, one more. How do you relax? Oh, I've lost you, Kim. No. Oh, oh you're back. Oh, Go on. Yeah. How do you relax? Last one. How do you relax? Uh, meditation and prayer. I guess. Fab. Yeah. 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 No, and brilliant. it's such a beautiful place to be. And um, yeah. the way I was taught to pray when I was a kid is not the way to pray. Okay. You pray from a, a position of appreciation. A true prayer to me is a, a, from appreciation, not supplication. So yeah. I say thank you for what's, I'll say thank you rather than please. Yeah, I think quite often we're taught to ask, aren't we? Yeah. We're asking for things rather than actually if we're thankful for things, it's different. It's a different relationship. Well, asking is an admission that we haven't got them. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. And we're connected to everything and everybody and, you know, so if that's an illusion as well. Yeah. Um, so my final thing before um, I thank you for, for this is um, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'll, I'll be, I, I like the spoken word. Or, um, my number is 07704-781-426. Be glad to take any calls at any time before 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> or, or my email is... Um, or, or, or my Facebook, connect on Facebook. Um, Mike yeah. Shinton with a black and white photo. Or uh, my email is uh, Mike Shinton 50 bit, bit of a lie there. Mike Shinton 50 <laughs> at, at Outlook.com. That's awesome. Well, it just leaves me to say thank you, a huge thank you for all your inspiring thoughts and your outlook on life and, uh, you know, for, for, for just allowing us in, really, and giving us an insight into who you are. And uh, just thank you for, for all that you've said and been with me today. Um, I've loved every second. It's, it's been great. And it's been a real privilege and pleasure to, to speak to you, Kim. And I hope we can speak no. again in the near future. Definitely, can, definitely. That's without doubt. We can talk about gratitude and stuff then. Oh, that'd be heavenly. Yeah. And I'm coming to that festival. Yeah, you are.
fabulous. See you soon. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Day. Take care. Bye. Thank you on you. Bye.